Hi, everybody. Welcome to Tales of Jamora, the Kraken's <laughs> Wake, a D&D podcast where we get together every two weeks and we play Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I am your Dungeon Master, Sean Hayes, and uh, joining me, we are one short tonight. Uh, otherwise, uh, we we are in fact going to play. Uh, that was a little, little dicey for a while, but... <laughs> Uh, so, two, <laughs> my right, dicey, I get it. my <laughs> right, we have, uh, uh, resident, uh, Warforged Bard, Twixen. Hello. Uh, to the right of my right, uh, resident potion master and, uh, worst rogue ever, TM. Uh, it's May. Yeah. Hey, everybody. <laughs> uh, Directly below me, uh, we have uh, one big hammer boy, Jacob and Stainthorpe. Uh, that's right. Uh, still number one. Still number one uh, paladin all time. Holding on to that number Hashtag one spot. Jacob and lies. Best there is, best there was, best there ever will be. That's me. <laughs> I love you guys. Uh, and then down and right, uh, we have a newcomer, uh, associate professor, Izelia. Let's learn some things. And then uh, our, our winged golden boy, uh, uh, Zarin, um, unable to, to make this session, uh, but we are going to forge ahead without him. Oh. <laughs> so. Is this just a fantastic uh, evening? Is everyone ready? Let's Smite. West. Yes. Oh, wrong show. Sorry. Uh, then <laughs> why don't we uh, get ready for some Tales of Jamora? Okay, so and I remembered to unmute everybody this time. So, Yay. Uh, yeah. Okay, so last we left off, I'm gonna increase the music just a little bit since I can't even hear it. Uh, you had just defeated some elementals that appeared out of. The All Heart. Um, yep. Due to a core overload. Uh, your companion Lantern is there with you. Uh, and you were in what looks like sort of a, a workshop slash uh, data storage facility um, within the ruins beneath the town of Deepwater. Uh, Twixen, you had received information about uh, there are more Warforged that are bearing um, arcane signatures uh, that match your own, that have components bearing yes. signatures that match your own. Um, Damn wannabes. Uh, much in the same way that Aerolite had uh, an item um, that was previously one of your components. 
so these are these are parts that were basically parts of Twixen that have gone out to different Warforged. Just yes. so I'm getting that correctly. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. That's 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 not good. That's I D twenty smells weird. Wait. Just want everyone to know that. <laughs> good Thank to you know. for sharing that information. Yep. Thank you. Good. Good to know. <laughs> uh, so Lantern uh, turns to Twixen and says, um, "Captain, do we have a course of action?" I know of the location of two. We need to find them and destroy them. Um, and as a reminder, uh, nobody else received any of that information or transmission that Twixen received from the yep. Allheart. Oh, we didn't get transmissions injected? No, you did not get heads? transmissions okay. directly into your brain. You didn't get no. a data dump in your brain? What? No. Nope. <laughs> I'm, ass- I'm assuming that Twix, have, have you shared this information with us? Nope. Not really. I think you're kind of getting it as I'm talking to Lantern, but like, not really. No. Okay. I'm very, so basically, I'm very open know, with my information that I give. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mr. 20 page backstory. Um, yep. <laughs> so basically all we, all you have said to us, just so that I can get the notes correct, um, is that there's two glitching Warforged. They have parts of you in them. We need to get rid of the glitches. Correct. Okay. Well, because I remember when we were... um, Goodness, the place where we just were. We went out to the Rose Garden and learned about more glitches. You and I did. So I kind of know a bit about that. Um... We fought yes, one. You said you. Yes. Yeah. So I also know. That this the is... Yeah, we fought we Windman. Also... Yeah. This is yeah. also becoming. Yeah, these are these are more more and and not good. Yeah, I have the right words. I swear. Plot development. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right then. So, um, what's our next move? Yeah, you said you know where they are. Where are they? We need to take the boat. One of them is at the bottom of the sea. All right, not a problem for me, not a problem for the boat, not a problem for you. Not a problem for me. All right, then. Don't know if it's a problem for me. I think it's good. Can you survive at, like, um, thousands of feet underwater? I believe I can, because I believe I have found this necklace that allows me to do that. Fantastic. That is pretty perfect. Looks like we're all good to go then. Do you know where the other one is? Just so we kind of know where we're heading. I do, and I would give you an approximate location. I have it written down, but I left it at home, so I don't have it in front of me. Uh, You know what? I think we just wing it and let Twixen lead the way, and we just wing it. Um, The other one, excuse me, the other one's in Kazdal. Yes. Okay. In, In southern Kazdal. So, yeah, my notes are going to be crud tonight, but yeah, <laughs> this is why it's nice that I can go back. No notes, play from the heart, write everything in, play from the heart. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> ha- 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 have we met? <laughs> so uh, I have the 
I have the handbook for the recently deceased. <laughs> you all um, for this reason. Uh, make whatever preparations uh, you wish to make. Um, mm -hmm. So if anyone has any specific things they would like to do before setting out uh, on an ocean voyage. What, like, are we going tomorrow? Are we going in like an hour? Are we What are we doing? As soon uh, I, as we can provision the ship, we should depart. I think we should wait until first thing in the morning. Um, first light. I took a bunch of hits um, from this, so I need to I need to rest up a bit. Just 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 one night, and I should be good. Um, it wouldn't be bad to give the rest of a crew a bit of a heads up as well. Um, yeah, that's based, the whole thing. Okay. Gather everybody. Based on the location of the trench, um, you're mm -hmm. looking at about a week's journey to get out there. So you'll need at least two weeks worth of provisions. Okay. There isn't a rush, but I would like to make way soon. Okay. What time yeah. of day is it? Um, it is. If I remember correctly, it, like we went over here like early morning, so it'd be like early afternoonish. Yeah, know. it'd be early around noon. And it's gonna take us about half a day to get back to town. Mm -hmm. Um, not a half day. No, just a couple hours. Few hours. A couple hours. Okay. Uh, so then, just uh, since I'm in charge of the ship, um, just thinking if places that sell provisions will be open when we get back. If so, I will go and spend whatever amount of money you deem uh, sufficient to yeah, buy two weeks, in fact, three weeks worth of provisions. Okay. Um, um, I'm. Yeah. Places will be opening that? back up after the afternoon siesta by the time you get back. Perfect. Yeah. You just tell me how much uh, uh, gold I gotta shill out, and yeah. Do the, do we, we all need to buy provisions, or just one person for? This? Nah, I got it. I'll I'll cover the ship's the, cost. Yeah, for the ship. Okay. Um, but I I will obviously um well maybe not obviously um I'll go back in let Alan know we're gonna be gone for two three weeks at most um. And Alec actually, is unhappy actually, at receiving this news. Pull up, because hmm. we're taking one week to get to the trench, and then if we go from the trench to the next spot... To Kostal. And then back yeah. again, we're going to need maybe a month or more worth of provisions. Um, so, Kostal... Yeah, so, um, a little, a little bit of the geography of the continent. So, yeah. you're there, in the middle of the there, Esper Sea, which is in the is middle of the continent. Um, there should be. Okay. I just need verbal confirmation. But, yeah, of, that's of and also for yeah. the audience, uh, I'm yes. not going to direct them uh, to go view this. So, uh, in the continent, there is um, sort of an internal sea that connects out to the outer oceans through a channel that you have taken before. Um, but you are currently located in the center of that sea, on the northern edge sort of around the edge of the of the sea is the region that's collectively known as Asperia. Um, and then just north of that, in the center of the continent that runs along this sort of craggy, mountainous region is Kosdal. 
So, uh, unless you're going to go through uh, Kirinjo to get to Kazdal, okay. um, you would actually go back this way and be able to make a stop back before heading out to... Fair enough. Yep. Okay. I'll still buy three weeks provisions just to, just in case, have yeah. an extra week's worth. Um, all right, so let's see. Okay. So I'm just going to base it on trail rations. And uh, honestly... Which is... As a crew, uh, we're preloaded, so don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> um, nice. So in that case, what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to round up so that it's a bit nicer than trail rations. Um, sure. So it's a... Nothing but uh, the best for my crew. It's a gold a day per person. Okay. Um, we'll say for food and water. Sure. Mm-hmm. So How many uh, people? three weeks, it's 21 gold per person on the ship uh with the exception of twixen and lantern as they do not consume food (laughs) we're cheap dates that's fine (laughs) (laughs) um so uh let's see so jacobin there was that one time where uh he needed all that blood yep that's true (laughs) not always a cheap Uh, date i guess depends how vampiric (laughs) i'm feeling (laughs) yep so jacobin izelia zarin may um, Meloria, Meloria. Uh, Wilhelm, Korav, uh, um, Kramer. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. So I think so. It's um, we'll say two hundred gold. Sure. To round up. Works for me. Okay. And that will also cover any like special requests for unusual ingredients or extra water and things like that. No problem. So. 200 subtracted. Okay. Uh, I'll also go around informing everybody on crew that we leave more or less first thing in the morning. Once everything's loaded up and good to go and we've got everybody. And I had a brief description of the mission. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, wonder how many people grow and like, ah, more Warforged stuff. <laughs> uh, no, uh, so Meloria, Meloria is not super enthusiastic at first, but then you mentioned that it's, uh, to do stuff for Twixen and, um, she becomes more interested. Um, you get based on her background of, um, sort of exploration and a hmm. little bit of, mm-hmm. uh, since as you've learned from talking with her, she also has a little bit of background in like archaeology. Um, oh, fun. Uh, Kramer and Korev are eager to kind of get some <laughs> action and adventure in. Um, yeah. Korev in particular uh, is ill suited for kind of just sitting around uh, on the island as he comes from a very militaristic background. Um, and, you know, Kramer. He, he lives for adventure so uh and, and wilhelm mm-hmm. you know uh he he is willing hey, to yo, wilhelm you want to get greased up and uh, ride the boat always jacob <laughs> <laughs> we proceed to have a uh a flex off uh shirtless greased up flex off yep. um, there yeah. it is yeah of the boat. Yep. at sunset it's really it's pretty amazing to see yep <laughs> um Very oh, romantic. also of no um, so I have made up, uh, sort of, um, 
character sheets in D&D Beyond for each of the NPCs. Nice. Um, save for Kramer, because I kept thinking like I was forgetting somebody, and sure enough, uh, I forgot him. Um, yeah, the but, life of a DM. Yeah. So what this means is um, they will have actual stats as they are PC classes. Um, They are much lower level than than you guys are. So, uh, you know, they they certainly cannot take the hits that you guys can take. Um, But one thing that I will do as a downtime activity going forward is you can help uh, like you can pick one of the NPCs and help train with them. Um, and what that'll do is that'll sort of give them progress toward, uh, getting a new level in their class, um, or multi-class or something, depending on how they work out. Uh, so, um, basically right now, uh, Korov and Wilhelm are fighters. Uh, Meloria is a bard. Um, Lantern is a sorcerer, um, and Kramer, I think Kramer will also be a fighter. I would have expected Lantern to be an artificer. Uh, he is not. He actually does not have a lot of, uh, engineering experience. Interesting. All right. So we're both just fumbling in the dark. I like it. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Uh, as... As noted, um, when the Leaf Dancer crew uh, uh, parted ways with you, um, they kind of took their engineer with them. So that does leave you without an engineer. Uh, uh, Lantern has said that he could probably try and figure it out in a pinch, um, but it is um, probably advisable to find someone more suited to that role. Uh... Maybe on our next stop back through, I'll put up an ad. Um, quick question. Sure. Would, um, would Alec or Serial be able to learn air cast sending? Um, I'm looking it up on Beyond right now, and it says it's available for Bard, Cleric, Wizard, the Great Old One, and Unity Domain. Um, hang on, Cordy, you're you're a bit quiet. Oh, sorry. Um, um but uh, would... the answer to that question yeah. is um, so neither of your staff at the potion shop are capable yeah. of casting sending. Okay. Uh. That said, um, if you are willing to pay the cost, uh, the post office is capable of delivering sort of magical messages um, that would arrive as it would arrive as written letters and stuff. Uh, but because it's okay. utilizing magic, it would be much more expensive than you know the regular post. Okay. Um, do you do you know what that post amount would be? Um, do you have let me look it up. Sorry, sorry, guy. I'm just, you know. <laughs> uh, as it is based on the level of the spell. Uh, so sending is a third level spell. Yes, I am aware of that. It's uh, okay. simply looking up what is the uh, gold cost of casting that. 
Um, spell casting, spell casting, spell casting. Um, let's see. Maybe it's under uh, hirelings. Ninety-four. So I just rolled for my two uh, things that I get every day, uh, where I can change roles. Yes. One of them was a nat twenty, so pretty excited. Nice. Uh, very nice. Nice. And of course, looking it up in the DMG, and it says that stuff is in the player's handbook. <laughs> And, of course, it only gives stuff for first and second level spells. So, <laughs> um, all right, let me just look up if sending has any expensive components or not. I don't think it does. Uh, a short piece of fine it copper does not. wire. So, so nothing, yeah. All right, so I'm going to say what that costs is it's going to be... Uh, about 75 gold per casting. Okay. And it would be casting sending. Okay. So is it under the same uh, restrictions of sending? Yes. With um, it is it is literally casting. Words? That is to get the spell okay. sending cast by the postmaster. Okay. Okay. Um. But it'll come across as a letter. Uh, is that how you said that? Well, no. That is a that's another option. But this is to have the postmaster oh, okay. cast sending. Um, so okay. they could do animal messenger. Um, that mm-hmm. has some element of risk to it, but is um, twenty gold pieces per casting, um, and it has a bit of a limited range. Yeah. Um, there is basically a high level version of that where they get a much more magical creature um, that would be mm-hmm. uh, 50 gold per casting okay and that's the um... and that would essentially deliver a you know a message to you yeah that's like the um, the thing that Jester did to deliver the cupcakes right no for the higher level no okay uh, it's okay. similar this is like a okay. you you call upon the services of like a toad or a crow or a seagull or a fish mm-hmm. or something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, so in Critical Role, that was uh, that was like Lesser Planner Ally, which is a much more powerful spell. Okay. Okay. So seventy-five to cast sending. Yep. Twenty for regular animal messenger. Yep. And fifty for. I'll say greater animal messenger. Yeah. Um, but animal messenger, both of the animal messengers could be like, you know, attaching a full on letter to a raven or something. Uh, yes. Um, okay. They will also deliver a spoken message upon arrival as well. Yes. That was um, it does other... not allow for return messages, though. So it's one yeah, way. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, and what I'll say um, is uh, there will be a chance that the message does not arrive and you will not know that chance. So. Yeah, that's that's fine. That's fine. Um, I am going to, let's see. Um, I am going to leave uh, 150 gold with Sariel um, in case in case it hits the fan for any reason um, or they really need to get a hold of me um, they can they can send that if they can't go through the regular whisper methods um, but I'll basically tell them both you know generally where we're going about how long it should be um, so that they can also know that. Okay. So I will deduct 150 gold for that. All right. Oh, cool, you put the potion of bravery in, thank you. Yes. Yeah, so, um, so those items are um, now available as custom things and beyond. Yeah. So, yes. Cool, cool, cool. Alrighty. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. So. Um, yeah, that's basically all I would have done is basically let let the, you know, people know, let Alan and Sariel know, um, they can get the news to Jack that that's where I'll be. Okay. Um, yeah. Bet- between between those two, they can get the message to, to Jack and to Kaleo if they need to. Okay. So, yep. Um. All right. Um, are there any other... I would also just make sh- mm-hmm. uh, Preparations that people want to do. Uh, how much would it cost me to send a letter just normally to Karen Joe? Um, so if it's just regular post, um, you know, to get up to Karen Joe, it might take a couple weeks. Um, but let me just see. Um, we're talking like some amount of copper pieces. Okay. Um, but just to see if it's dependent on. Uh, so per mile. Um, so um, we are talking eh, halfway across the continent. Um, so back up to the academy, I presume? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm going to give it a nice even number um, for simplicity's sake. Um of that and then divided by a hundred um it'll cost you 30 gold 30 gold all right i do not have 30 gold okay so i I will not be doing that (laughs) Um, because yeah as i said uh halfway across the continent that's an expensive letter so we're talking so that would if it's if it's two copper pieces per mile uh that you know, yeah, uh, we're talking about fifteen hundred miles. We need to get into the mail business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> holy um, moly! It, what what that covers is um, basically the the postal workers 
um, taking the message and then like getting on a ship, sailing it out to Asperia, handing it off to the next one, and creating the relay system and covering the pay for Pony all the Express. relay Express. Basically similar to the Pony Express. Um, so this is just going to become a Tales of Jamora, the Kraken's mailroom. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, the Kraken what, what is you... much more efficient at delivering communique to its forces. <laughs> yeah, he sometimes straight into their brain. Mail. Would What's it up? be fair to say that Kieran Joe is probably the furthest amount away because it's halfway across? Uh, no, Twillin is the furthest away. Okay. Maybe I'm making this up, but didn't we talk about? You said there's like a magical mail delivery system. Um. Yes. Is that present in deep water? Yeah, they have a so, they have a full service yeah. uh, post office. I wonder if that's cheaper. Um, mm, it wouldn't guarantee that it gets there. I mean, that's so. I would figure you'd have a better guarantee of it getting there, actually. Um, Didn't so it'd be more expensive. Um, yeah. but it would have a guarantee of getting there. Did we ever talk about uh, me starting more than 10 GP? Because I have a 750 written here, but I don't know if that was accurate because I never inputted it into... Um, yeah, so I, I think you're supposed to have 750 gold worth of... 10, 10 sounds like level 1, <laughs> what you start with. Yes. All right, yeah. so I'm going to fix that. Okay, I am going to spend 30 if that's okay. Yeah. Uh, to send a message. Yeah, okay. and, wh and what that does is that's basically just... You know, one of the workers just takes the takes the letter, and is going to run it through the system up to up to Kieran Joe. Um, okay. Yeah. Can I like? Is there a way that I can make it so it does? It's like private, like password protected kind of thing. I mean, you're um, a wizard. So probably seal it. I, if you, you have a spell it. that does that, you can. I don't think I do. <laughs> okay. Then uh, not through not through the regular mail. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it anyway. I'm gonna send them a the lead of the school up there a message that says everything that I've been going through. Only it's not going to give any really important like bad things that if other people opened up would discover and be like, oh, we need to go here. It's just gonna be like uh, I've discovered ruins, but not sure the location. Um, we're currently on an adventure to uh, go fix other problems and such like that. And just to kind of okay. like an update of what I'm doing. So so incredibly vague. Vague enough that it's understandable, but nobody could use that information to against us. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I will then I'll also write that I will uh, be in touch in the near future, probably the next month or so. Okay. All right. Cool. If it's not a spell that involves fire, then you don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> As a divination wizard? Oh, yeah. Uh, fire yeah. divination. It's the best. Fire divination. Fire, fire. <laughs> uh, so, um, any other uh, preparations? I've got nothing. Okay. You're good. <laughs> yeah, no, I just basically, I 
just be, you know, repacking my bug out bag, making sure I have enough, making sure I have plenty in my stash this time so we don't run low. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh... and, and just kind of have a nice, I would want to have a, just a really, I would want to have a nice night with Serial before I left because I'd be gone for like, we're going to be gone for like a couple months. So, yeah. So, nice candlelit dinner. <laughs> I would so badly want to mess with that, but uh, <laughs> that's the old Jacobin. Uh, that's the old Jacobin. <laughs> that's just Josh wants to mess with that. Uh, I mean, I mean, Jacobin could mess with it by like just me, uh, by by just showing up, like as if he was gonna mess with it, and then just being like, "Hi, have a nice time," and then walking. No, I brought up, you. I brought you some some uh, herbs from my garden here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Zarin, what's uh, is he privy to this? Yes, he he will okay. be going with you. Yep. Gotcha. That's all. Yep. Uh, for for ease of my own sanity, for trying to make yes, yes. <laughs> adventuring work. I just <laughs> wanted to know what you were thinking for that. So yep. okay, yeah. So he will be joining you. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Well, I'm prepped and ready to go. Okay. Yep. Um. So uh, next day. You all get a long rest, so you get to wipe that yes. stuff. Uh, so, May, that does mean that um, your potion fades. And okay. a new one um, is generated. Okay. So that should be reflected in your cloak now. Okay. Uh... Okay, okay, okay. Alrighty. So would I just do long rest and beyond and it'll like give me a new one? No. You do a long okay. you have to bring up the cloak description and then roll. Okay. Because it's a random one. Two. Oh, it's a D6. Okay. Uh two. It is an elixir of swiftness. Okay. The drinker's so what you're gonna do is... speed is increased by ten feet for one hour. Yep. Um, so you you're just gonna manually add that to your inventory. Yep. Okay. That that's how that works. Yep. So got it. Alright. I can do that, no problem. Okay. Alright. Uh so uh by the time the rest of you get down to the ship and everybody filters down there, uh the crew is all ready. The ship is prepped, ready to go. Alrighty. And uh, all the gears stowed and everything, so. All right, Twixen, whenever you're good. Let her rip. Okay. I will punch it. Okay. And uh, I turn the boat on. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so... Bah! I swear I have this. Hang on. And I start seeing the score to the uh, HMS Pinafore in full. Um, yeah. Um, Autumn, I gave you the Alchemist's Fire, right? You added that in? Okay. Because mm-hmm. right, you can't wear armor. That's why I gave it to you. Yep. Yep, yep. Okay. Just 
Uh, let's be out at sea again. <laughs> so, uh, you spend a couple days out at sea. And it's relatively uneventful. Um, but as you near the sort of opening of that channel uh, out to... Uh, that opens out into the greater ocean. Um, you notice that uh, the water um, starts to get a bit rough. Um, and you do see storms on the horizon. Um, who is keeping watch on deck? I can keep watch. I think watch. I would have. Okay. Um, so can I get um, perception checks from each of you? Wisdom sure. perception yep. checks, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> 16. 11. I also assume that I'd be at the helm, but I wouldn't necessarily be, like, watching. Okay. Um, so, uh, with a 16, you're able to see, um, off in the distance, in the direction of where the storms are coming from, there are sort of big shapes that are leaping up out of the water and then crashing down. Uh, so, guys, um, is it normal for gigantic shapes to be jumping out of the ocean and landing? Because, uh, um, last I checked, not. Please, uh, define gigantic for me. Uh... Yeah, and I assume that you're pointing these out. Yeah, I'm pointing in the direction. Okay. Uh, over yonder that way, and they... I can't really make them out, but they're big. What's, do, uh, do, I, do I know how big we talking here? Flashes. Want me to do like an investigate since he pointed it out to try to see how big they are? Or that's up to you. But... Yeah, um, I think that I that's also going to be a wisdom perception, but you can make it with advantage. Okay, because okay. you're being helped. Um, this is Jacob and only. Oh, okay. Uh, Sixteen minus one. Ooh. Fifteen. So fifteen. Um. Yeah, I mean you're you're able to see them, um, big, like whales. Uh, whale big. I was gonna say yeah, we're we talking Might dolphin whales? size, whale size. Like that. Um, si- like, are we talking blue whale? We talking orca? We talking dolphin? Yeah, we're talking free willy. We talking. We are talking. Um, <laughs> let me think. Let me see. <laughs> Gotta look up. We got a size swimming around things. out here. What's going on? Nice. A size nice. comparison to, to things that you fought before. There we go. Um, okay. Yep. Okay. So they are they they are fish like bodies. Um. So they're they're long, streamlined. Uh, they have fins. It looks like. Um, they are. Uh, big, but not dragon turtle big. 
Okay. Okay. Large, uh, and there are expand. multiple large uh, large large size. Um more on the huge size. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's kind of what I was looking for. Um okay. how far off? Um they're, they're on the horizon, so they're probably oh, like a couple a miles. Few miles. Yeah. yeah. Uh okay. Uh I tell we just to um, get battle positions just in case. Uh, instruct Twixen to just be careful and uh, really be on top of controls. Um, uh, Captain. Korev on the gun, the big gun. Yep. Um, Maloria, stay the hell away from the guns. Last time it was a disaster. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah it kind of was. <laughs> um. Who else we got? Uh, I guess I Kramer. Can... We got two more guns, right? Kramer and um, Wilhelm. Wilhelm can get on the smaller guns, I guess. Yeah. And I'll say the the three of them, so essentially the three fighters, uh, yeah. have done enough training on the ship's weaponry that they no longer, that they are considered proficient with using the ship's weapons. Beautiful. So. Can I do a history check on the uh, animals of the ocean in this area? Uh, that's going to be a nature check, not a history check. All right, I will do that. Uh, that's going to be a 22. Uh, yeah, so um, there are whales in the area. There are also all manner of sharks, uh, both large and small. Um as well as uh, other large creatures, giant squid, um, you know, dragon turtles, uh, have reported to have been in the area. Um, Can I make out, knowing this information, what's making the gigantic splashes? It could be a whale, it could be a giant shark. I mean, it okay. could be an oddly shaped giant squid. So I look to the crew and I go, it's either a shark, a whale, or a giant squid, something along the lines of that. Uh, kind of a little more doubtful on the giant squid side of things, but we might just uh, definitely just be more on the watch out for this because this does not, this necessarily won't be good, but it necessarily won't be bad either. Is this something that we can avoid? Yeah, my next instruction like, these, to Twixen uh, is yeah. to... Uh, kind of drop speed a little bit like half half speed of whatever we're going and just see if this shapes yep hi hi Dougie hey internet half speed yeah. uh oh the Kraken got Sean what <laughs> May wouldn't realize this why are we slowing down <laughs> so um I instruct Twixen just to go half speed, and we're just going to see if the shapes move on or if they just stay in the general area of where we're in. They're basically right in our the direction of us getting in the channel, correct? Yes. So I tell Twixen half speed. We'll see if they move out of our way first. Give it a little bit of time. Maybe they're migrating sea animals of some sort. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, and yeah. if not, you know... We'll blast them if they're in our way. I okay. Do we have, have the ability to do 
do we have the ability to do like a warning shot to them to see if it'll like just spread them out so that we can get them out of the way? Like that's what I would think of if they won't at first get away from us just in general, just to see if we can do like a warning shot or something to kind of scare them away. And if that works, but we've they're pretty far away. We've got to get closer first before. No, no, I mean when we get once we get closer. We can do that. But we gotta get closer first. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. It seems as if the creatures and the storms are heading in your direction. Oh st- storms? Yeah, yes. you said storm clouds. Oh, I okay. I must have not have wanted to hear that part. Uh, (laughs) uh, uh, Not real life storms. Uh, uh, Fantasy storms are heading in our direction. Uh, I don't know. I think I think real life ones too. Uh, Yeah, you know they should be they should be done by the time we're finished playing. (laughs) Or or they haven't started by the time we finish playing. So. um, They seem to be same distance. Storm clouds seem to be same distance as the shapes. Um, it seems that way, yes. Okay. Oh, shoot. Do we want to Can I do a Narcana check? Sure. Uh, to determine what? I want to know if these creatures are causing the storms. Okay. Um, I tell Twixen that, uh, we will try to, once we are within, uh, 1,000 yards of both the storms and um, the shapes, we should maybe have a better idea of what it is and uh, be ready to uh, put up the uh, shields and dive if need be. Just be prepared for a quick action. All right, Captain. Um, so, so when you're about a half mile? Cat. Yeah. Yeah, okay. If they're as big as I think they are, that should be close enough for us to better discern. Yeah. Um, do you maintain your current heading? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, so we'll say it continues until you get about a half mile away. Um, at this point, uh, so uh, the rain, there is rain that starts to pick up. Um, and it seems like you're on the outskirts of the edge of these storms. Um, and... Uh, you are able to uh, make out what these large shapes are. Um, it is a group of uh, what appear to be giant sharks, uh, accompanied by smaller, smaller sharks as well. Um, okay. Sharknado. Oh no. Uh, but no, they're they're not getting like flung up into a into a cyclone or anything like that. They are not yet. Uh, <laughs> oh no, everybody shifted. Why did they do that? Okay, so I think Courtney um, DC maybe. I did. Sorry, guys. I'm I'm working on it. Okay. Oh, there we go. Now it's back. That better? Yes. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Uh, I last heard sharks, uh, baby sharks, and Sharknado. <laughs> um, so what's happening You're is, uh, it seems okay. as if the sharks are, uh, kind of on the 
uh, on the forefront of the storm. Um, and uh, they okay. are um, in in the way that real life sharks do, uh, breaching up out of the water. It seems like to catch what look like any of these seagulls <laughs> at this rate. Um, like other large fish and creatures. Okay. Okay, cool. Are the sharks moving towards us? Uh, they are headed in your direction. Yep. How wide of an area are these sharks covering? Um... They are covering, um, so let's see. How many square feet? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Whatever. Uh, we'll say the, the pack of them mm -hmm. covers, like, a an area that's, like, 60 feet in diameter. Okay. Twixen, let's see if we can go around them and see if they pass us by. Seems like they okay. might be. Seems like I... they might be coming to get things, but also get, coming just to eat outside of the storm. They may be. They may just be feeding, but we need to. Yeah. We need a little more information before. I can put yeah. a gigantic sphere around us. For what reason? We can do that too. To avoid all these sharks attacking us. I believe be prepared, that just... be prepared just in case. But okay. uh, that may interfere with our ability to dive underwater if we need to. So don't do anything unless instructed. Yeah. Also, no. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, you are you are on a ship that is eighty I'm feet like, the wide. The boat can do that too. By by twenty feet wide. It can't protect, like, damage coming in, but it can... They're not, like, deflector shields. It's just to protect the... from water. Yeah. It's an airy water field. Oh, okay. Would the boat be considered large yeah. size? The boat is gargantuan size. Yeah, huge. Yeah, gargantuan. Yeah, massive. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's limiting, then, what I can do. Yeah, it is a gargantuan vehicle. Mm-hmm. No worries, Azalea. This ship's pretty fast, and we've got a good person on the wheel. We'll be all right. Yeah, I trust and you guys. Yes, I if we need to stop blasting, out. we'll just stop blasting. That's true. So I instruct Twixen to see, uh, just like go off to the side and see if this pack of maybe they're just feeding sharks passes by, or if they continue in our direction, or if they're blocking our way, or. Or what? So we can maybe yeah, try to get an idea of what exactly is happening. I cut a wide berth around them. Okay. Um, so you're about a quarter mile out. And you notice that, like, you've started to, to do this course um, to try and put them on your starboard side. Uh, and they seem to be turning to intercept. Captain, I think they're coming for us. All right. Well, blast away, I guess. Uh, so I instruct the guys in the guns 
to fire freely uh, once they're within range. Um, and to the best of their ability, focus fire uh, if they can, depending on the direction of the, the guns and whatnot, whatever they're able to. I think the big one's on a swivel, right? Um, so you you have two swivel cannons in the back that okay. essentially can target like a 180 degree arc. Okay, that's on right. Each side of the ship, and then the one in the front is yeah, it's on a swivel platform so that it can target in any direction. Okay. It's like a harpoon at the front of a boat. Or right. Something. Okay. So, I tell them to the best of their ability, um, um focus fire, uh, particularly anything that gets really anything if any of the big ones get really close to the ship. Yeah. Um, that would be a priority. Um, you also know, uh, so the, the big cannon has a maximum range of uh, just under 500 feet okay. before the energy sort of dissipates. Yep. Um, yeah, I tell them within range, they, they, yep. if they're proficient, they know the range. So, mm-hmm. uh, I think at this point, why don't I tell everybody else to prepare? Roll for initiative. Yep. Mm-hmm. Standard. Eight mm. for Jacobin. Eight 18. as well for May. Eight as well for Twixen. <laughs> and eighteen for Isalia. Wow. Yeah, that's 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 just Alright, so uh That's kinda of funny. Can you all uh, run by the initiatives again? Uh, so, everybody got eight except Azalea with an 18. Okay. <laughs> I think that I would still go first, so of the eights. <laughs> um, and we're going to put Zarin at one. Okay. Uh, and the rest of the crew will go uh, at the very end as well. Um, so, giant sharks are up first. Uh, so what they are going to do is um, essentially they're just going to double move um, and continue to double move until they get within range. Um, so, uh, for those of you that are sort of keeping watch and waiting... Um, you expect um, so let's see so they are a quarter of a mile out so we'll say that's about we'll say it's a fifth of a mile now so it's about a thousand feet um, so it's going to take about five rounds um, to engage. So you have about five rounds of preparation before they they uh, get close enough. Uh, when we are within... When we are one round out, I'll cast Bless. Okay. On myself, May, and Twixen. Cool. Okay. Sorry, Azalea. We're just, we're the melee. 
crew. Um, so we're gonna, right. we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do this round by round. So don't mark that off yet. Um, okay. So first round. Uh, I mean, so the I'm sharks. I'm gonna be steering the ship. So. The sharks are now uh, roughly 900 feet out. Um, so Izelia, that puts you up next. Okay. Um, I'm going to. All right. Uh, do I know how high these uh, things can jump? Uh, based on their size, it looks like they were jumping about 15 feet into the air. Okay. And do I have any idea of roughly how many there are? Uh, so there appear to be three of the uh, giant-sized ones and two of the smaller ones. Okay. For a total of five. Um... I think I'm just going to kind of go to the front and keep an eye on them for a bit, just to okay. kind of uh, prepare everybody and kind of keep watch still. Okay. Um, if you want, go ahead and make a wisdom perception check for me. Sure. And this will kind of be your quote-unquote action for the turn. And if I have the dot, that means I'm proficient, so I get a, I have advantage, right? That is correct. Uh, no, that means that you add your proficiency bonus. No, you add your proficiency You add okay. your which proficiency should, bonus. Which is already factored into the D&D Beyond number. So I have... Yeah, if you get advantage on something, if you have advantage on something, it would have an A inside of a D20. Aha. Um, next to whatever skill that is. Okay. I have advantage on stealth checks. Uh, I got a 10. Okay. Um, so yeah, you've determined that information that I've already conveyed to you. Um, that there's there's a total of five sharks. Three of them are, are the giant size variety, um, and they they appear to be moving with purpose. I uh, tell everybody this information. Okay. Uh, next up, May. Yes, um, I am going to, um, so there's railings on the ship. There um, are railings, And kind yes. of like a, a thing around. Now, are these railings that have, are they solid? So, like, I could hide behind one and, like, crouch down and then pop up, cast, and then hide again? Or? Um, I mean, you could get half cover while ducking behind them okay. because... There's okay. a bit of a partial lip, but then the railings themselves are, you know, post and, and beam on top. That was what I was wondering. Like, is it solid or yeah. is it just slats? Uh, I okay. mean, also, again, um, uh, they they are sharks. So yeah. they don't exactly, as far as you know, do not have projectile weapons. Yes. They are yes. not, in fact, sharks with laser beams attached to their heads. <laughs> Why not? As far as you know. Um, so I am I am going to um trying to yeah. Um I'm just gonna I'm just gonna duck down um behind the railing um and basically wait until they are close enough for me to do something. Okay. Um, yeah, because I'm pretty... I'm, I'm very much melee, so... I have one... one range spell. 
Okay. Uh, Jacobin. Hmm. Uh, well, we're still five rounds out from contact. Um, they are they are nine hundred feet away. Yeah. Uh, waiting. Okay. Uh, Twixen. Steering yeah, I'm just going to focus on steering the ship for now. Steering the ship. Steering the ship. Steering okay. The ship. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. So. Got all dark and broody, and now I'm like hiding in the shadows, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, Twixen, you can move the ship up to eighty feet. Uh, Done. With up to a, a single ninety-degree turn in the middle of that movement. We don't have like side-facing cannons, right? They're, they can all pretty much shoot in a forward arc. Um, the swivel cannons, uh, the swivel guns are able to shoot forward, but for the most part, uh, they they shoot. They have a they have a full hundred and eighty degree arc uh, on each side of the ship. But no, you okay. don't have you know you don't have like a complement of side cannons. Yeah, like that. okay. I you just so. have the. Uh, yeah, I will just. Uh, Continue straight on them. Okay. Um, oh, have you have you maintained your course, or have you turned to uh, go toward the sharks? Because you are you are kind I of moving. What, I guess once we kind of once we kind of decided that we we had to fight these guys, I would straighten out and start going towards them. Okay. So they are now uh, eight hundred and twenty feet away. Uh. Next up are the other sharks. They catch up. Um, Zarin. What does Zarin have as far as interesting spells? I have to pull this up. Um, but in the meantime, the rest of the crew. So Meloria uh, is kind of bracing things below decks. Um, Lantern is uh, trying his best to uh, uh, maintain the engine, the elemental engine. Um, and your other crew members are on the guns, and they are simply waiting for things to get into range. Um, so yeah. Okay, so that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah, so basically, the ship moves on Twixen's turn, but all of the attacks happen, we'll say, at the bottom of the round. Um, basically, on the quote unquote, the ship's turn. Is how that okay. works. Um, so, Zarin. I apologize. I'm just looking to see if Zarin has any, like, buff spells or anything like that. As I don't think he does, since he mostly just fireballs things. Um, so we'll say he just, for now, he just, spell you need. he just holds. Um, so, next round, the sharks come closer. Uh, so they are now 720 feet out. Um, 
Does basically anyone have any uh, different actions that they're going to take for this turn? No. Okay. Um, um, yeah, they're still even too far away for uh, Seraph to hit him for anything. I have Seraph pulled up. If that would be easier for you, Sean. Uh, yes, Courtney, if you would like to temporarily uh, control <laughs> Zarin. Yeah. Alright. I can do that. I would appreciate that. Um, yeah, that's not a problem. I, so. I will do my best, Tuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Um. Um, Alright then. So, uh... Then basically the ship moves, and so now that puts you 640. Um, and so basically, uh, it keeps going until Twixen's turn, at which point the ship uh, would be within range of firing. Um, so, uh, before the crew goes and the ship goes, does Zarin have any spells that he can use? Uh, at 640? Or? No. Um, there has uh, been some movement since then. Okay. Uh, his his furthest away is so it's, his furthest range is so the sharks moved so that they're five forty, and then the ship moved okay. eighty, so that puts it at uh, four sixty. Um, no, he does not. His okay. furthest is a fireball that he can do. Okay. Uh, so then, in that case, everything else is one hundred and twenty feet. Uh, in that case, Korav is going to make the first shot with the with the big cannon. It is made at disadvantage because of long range, uh, and that is going to be a miss. But it does not backfire. So, uh, so at that point, it's um, the uh, and Izelia. Uh, this is kind of something that you actually have not seen before. Um, so for your benefit as a player, picture. Uh, so if you've seen Return of the Jedi, the big laser cannon on the bow of Jabba's sail barge is what this looks like. Uh, that shoots bolts nice. of radiant energy. Um, and so Korav lines it up and fires the shot and it just, um, it hits the water and dissipates harmlessly. Uh, so top of the round, um, the sharks move again, so they are now, uh, 360 feet away. Um, okay. Isila, do you have anything that you would like to do? Uh, I'm just gonna do another perception check to see if there's anything else that I should know about. Sure. Okay, I know nothing. It was a net one. <laughs> well, I mean, so so what? What's still the result? Because uh, uh, what ones and twenties aren't auto successes and failures on ability checks. Uh, six. Okay. Um, so in this case, uh, correct. Um, what you are able to see <laughs> is uh, 
So um, they they have the appearance of sort of like hunter sharks that you know you've read about in illustrations and things like that. Um, which these are here's the, the the fantasy equivalent to like megalodons. Um, so to give you a comparison for size, um, and then they are accompanied by sharks that are again the equivalent of great whites. Um, so we're talking about big animals here, uh, and you notice that uh, I mean with a six at this range, um, that they have been consuming what appears to be uh, other sharks in the area. Okay. I mean, sharks do that, I think, right? They're cannibalistic sharks, everybody. So, and they're really, really, really big. <laughs> cool. So. Cool. Can't hit them yet. They're still too far away. <laughs> I'm getting um, ready to, though. Yeah, yep. it, it's also apparent uh, that um, there is rain coming down at this point, so any further perception checks are going to be made at disadvantage. Um, there is I... rain down, you're right. Did I ever find <laughs> out with For you my guys, yeah. Connor roll if they're in charge of the storms happening? Oh, uh, go ahead and make that. Uh, I rolled a 13 before. You rolled a 13? Um, unclear. Okay. It's It's... I mean, possible that they might be connected, but there there aren't really any overt signs that they would be tied together. Um, okay. As opposed to they might just be outrunning the storm. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that said, if uh, you don't have anything you want to do next turn, you can make another one to see if, now that you're closer, if there's any other uh, things next turn I'm hoping to be within 150 feet of these guys. Maybe. So, uh, so yeah, May. Once we, once we, yes. May, do you have anything that you are I, able to do? I still, May cannot do anything until, uh, They're basically in close to maximum May. maximum they are, yeah, 60 feet is the end okay. range with my daggers. Alright. Um, uh, so yeah, Twixen. I can't. I can't even throw daggers at him. Twixen, at this point, I'm gonna need you to make. Let's call this. Uh, so make a Constitution check and add your proficiency bonus because this is gonna be for steering the ship, and you have a proficiency in. This is like so, like just straight up Constitution plus proficiency. Yep. Seventeen. Okay. Um, so yeah, so you're able to keep the ship under control uh, as the seas pitch and heave um, due to the storm. So basically, uh, the idea would be um, that uh, nobody takes any penalty for the rollicking of the ship. So, okay. Um... Alright, uh, does Zarin have anything? Uh, so, are we still 360 feet away? No, at this point, you are... Yeah. Um, 280. Okay, Zarin still has nothing that he can do. Okay. Uh... Oh, wait! No, he can! 
Um, he is going to take his light crossbow um, and try and hit one of the giant ones. Okay. And that is a disadvantage 13 to hit. That will hit. Nice! Um, and that is five damage. Okay. Yeah! <laughs> uh, it looks like it's it's barely a scratch on the beast. I figured, but... So, Korath's. Uh, is going to take a shot with uh, and he will hit. So that is uh, a total of 3d10 radiant damage. Uh, for a total of 16 radiant. Um, and it's going to be against that same creature. Um, alright, so next turn, uh, they, the sharks continue moving, so that puts them, uh, 60 feet away. Yes. Yeah. So it puts the big ones, it puts the big ones 60 feet away. So, uh, Izelia. Yes. What would um, you like to do? The only thing that anybody should ever do, um, I would like to shoot fireball. At this guy. Yeah. Okay. So Fireball has a 20-foot <laughs> radius. Um, you can catch two of them. All right. Here we. I'm going to cast this at level five just for the moment. Oh boy! Being the first time oh, here. Wow. Holy okay. moly! Six. All okay, right. boys. And uh, let's see. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Oh baby. All right, that's uh, going to be... They both fail their saves. Excellent. Nice! Fish is uh, back on the menu, boys! <laughs> <laughs> nice. 23, 26, 32, 34 damage. Okay. Did you say 34? Uh, big hits. 32. Not, not awesome! Big okay. hits, not yet bloody. So. Say that again, Sean. Big hits, but not yet bloodied. Okay. Uh, May, you're up next. Yes, so we are 60 feet. Um, so I am going to... Yeah, so the, uh, to clarify, the, the front of the ship is 60 feet away. So if you are if you are in the middle of the ship, you're a hundred feet away. Oh, oh. okay. While we, while we wait Sorry. for Courtney to reconnect, uh, Jacobin. Hey, sixty feet. Sixty feet. Yep, sixty feet. Sorry, yeah, okay. sixty feet from the front of the ship. Um. Bonus action, light up the head of the hammer. Yep. Um, and 
Yeah. And uh, I've, so um, Bless will be active. Since you said yes, that you that... were going to do that. Yep. Before yeah, yeah that would have been last turn. Yep. Sorry. I had to so, get uh, so, um, so the four of you will have Bless active. Three. Or the three of you. Sorry. Yeah, myself, May, and Twixen. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that's an extra D4 on attack rolls and saving throws. That is correct. Um, so I'm going to throw the hammer at whatever one looks the most injured. Whatever one's been hit the most so far. Uh, yep. Uh, 28 to hit. Yeah, that'll... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Courtney, will you, we'll do your turn next. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine, yeah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. 16 damage. Okay. Throw it. It comes back. I catch it. I throw it again. Yep. Yeah, so uh, for the benefit of the audience that has been following us for some time, um, I have... Josh and I kind of retooled Jacobin's hammer a bit so that instead of doing, like, master sword hammer bolts or whatever... Uh, he now uh, throws the hammer um, Thor style um, more like a dwarven it's, thrower yeah like nice. a dwarven thrower uh, but it's but also two handed it's yeah so it's sort of a imagine a two handed maul that Thor would throw uh, sort of spinning around like Olympic style I mean he's kind of got that his uh, Stormbringer is that his axe yeah. uh, Storm Stormbreaker Stormbreaker yeah. kind of like that yeah um, so yeah, uh, it also um, he can activate it to basically, and when that happens, it changes the damage from bludgeoning to radiant. So uh, second attack is a nineteen to hit. That will also hit. This one's seventeen damage. Okay, uh, that creature is is well bloodied at this point. Is that one of the big ones? That is one of the big ones. Yes. Okay. Alright. Um, um, so, May. So, if I'm in the. Are you all set? Josh? Yeah, no, I just forgot to roll my d4, so my attacks, but it didn't matter. Didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, if I'm in the middle of the ship and I run to the front with with my 35, yeah. um, would I be able to. Would I be within 60 feet of them? We'll say yes. Okay. Um, I, I'm so not gonna split hairs going to split hairs over five feet. No, I, I, it was just a matter of do I two-weapon fight or do I use my cunning action? But it doesn't matter if I use my cunning action because I couldn't hit. Um, so I am going to, uh, th- because I have daggers that just never run out. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to dagger dagger at disadvantage. I was going to say, what is the what is the long range for daggers? 60 feet. Okay, it's exactly 60 feet. Alright. Yeah, so each attack it's is made exactly with disadvantage. exactly 60 feet. Yes. Um, so 12 for the first one, which probably doesn't hit. That will not hit. Yep. And... So now you have the armor class. 24 for the, for the that second, will though. will hit, yes. And... 6 piercing damage. Okay. 
Oh, wait a second. I had a plus four on the first one. That was only plus two more, so it wouldn't have... Yeah, it will hit. <laughs> it would have hit? As I said, a, a 13 previously hit. Okay, cool. So, yes, yeah, so both attacks hit. Me. Um, and so that one would be then five more piercing damage. Okay. Um, and yeah, because that uses my bonus action, so I'm, I'm good. Okay. Yep. Twixen. I pretty much need to focus on driving the boat, right? Um, so if you don't, um, the ship basically just stops moving. So, that's up to you. Yeah, I'm thinking. Sorry, hold on. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna continue piloting for now. I will active, active pilot. Okay. Um, so this time... Um, so actually, give me another uh, of those constitution checks with proficiency. Twenty-three. Yeah, uh, everything's still well under control. You got this. Um, combined with your uh, your spider blessing, you know, keeping you uh, sort of grounded yeah. to the to the deck. Um. So the best decision I ever made. <laughs> the hunter sharks catch up. Uh, it is Zarin's turn. Yes, uh, he is going to firebolt them. Okay. Because uh, they're definitely within. Uh, so nineteen to hit. So that that, hits. that will hit. And it's two d ten, so eight. 12 damage. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, that one yeah. is looking pretty rough. Um, cool. And then at this point, uh, so it is, the, the sharks are well within range of the big cannon. Um, and that will hit... Um, they are within long range of the swivel guns. Um, that was a fantastic roll by Korav. Uh, <laughs> for a total of 25 damage, and uh, basically brings it around and loads up a salvo and blasts radiant energy, uh, coursing right through this beast. Um and as the energy uh, blasts through it and sears it, um, you begin to hear this sort of uh, wailing, uh, as if uh, like otherworldly wailing coming from this beast. Uh, that seems unnerving. So, uh, no mechanical effects from it. Um, okay. But something is definitely amiss here. So. I'd have to um, wait for turns to do yep. intelligence checks to see if I know or Sarah knows 
if that voice sounds like. Okay. Sure. Cool. Uh, okay. Swivel um, guns. Um, each of the swivel guns is going to target a different shark, since they can't uh, effectively target the same one. Um, now, uh, that's going to be a miss. Shouldn't, shouldn't the uh, shouldn't the front gun be able to at least target one of the other whatever one of the other back ones? Because it can go any direction. Um, well, I mean, your orders were to focus fire. Right. So every, everybody focus fired on one shark, the center shark. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yep. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah, okay. Um, the second one will hit, though. Um, now, the swivel cannons, they don't deal a whole lot of damage. Uh, this one is a grazing shot for one radiant damage. Can make the difference. It could. Yep. So, as everyone knows, DPS is the most important part of any encounter. <laughs> oh yes, totally. I mean, there are usually like three times as many DPS as anything else. Healers, pff, tanks, pff. more dots, more dots, more dots. Uh, so, <laughs> um, that is the ship's turn. Uh, so now we're back up to the top of the order. Um, oh, also, uh, actually, those attacks weren't at disadvantage because Twixen moving the ship in that direction puts you basically in the middle of the pack. Uh, that said, that first attack with the swivel guns wouldn't have hit either way. So, uh, as both rolls were pretty bad. Um, all right. So at this point, um, the ship is in the middle of this pack of sharks. And uh, basically, the the two big sharks are... uh, One is uh, going to kind of ram the side of the ship. Okay, so that last hit got rid of the first big shark. The first giant Uh, the, The large cannon took out one of the three big sharks. Okay, cool. Make sure I keep track. And that is a hit. As your ship, you know, it's a boat. It's not exactly very difficult to hit. Um, Oof. That is, wow. For a grand total of 29 points of damage against the boat. Thankfully, thankfully, uh, your boat's got a lot of hit points. Um, And it's made out of living wood, so it regenerates hit points at the start of its turn. So. um, The other one is going to breach and lunge uh attempt to lunge at folks on the deck of the ship. Um, That's not terrifying. (laughs) This is becoming a Sharknado. Um, Because remember, like, your ship is relatively low off the ground. Um, And without sails and everything, there's not a whole lot of stuff to get in its way. Um, Yeah. So, what I'm gonna do is um... Thankfully, 
Um, Zarin, Izelia, Jacobin, and May, and Korav are all at the front of the ship. So this is going to be Twixen um, and Wilhelm and Kramer. Um, It's going to be a bit of an unusual attack. I'm going to need you all to make dexterity saving throws. You misread charisma saving throw. (laughs) (laughs) He always does. It's true. Uh, perhaps if the shark was doing a dance to try and win your favor. <laughs> yes, I'm going to uh, attempt to charm the shark from biting me. What, are you going to start singing Baby Shark? You know it. Nope. Uh, that would be a 16 on the dexterity saving. That would be a, uh, did you say 15 or 16? 16. One six. 16. Um. Uh, yeah. So, um, how that's going to work is uh, you'll take half damage from the attack, and uh, you won't be knocked prone. Uh, You know, for as good as that other attack was, this one not so much. Um, So, Twixen, you take a grand total of six Six points of damage. <laughs> six. Ah, ah, ah. Now I just have uh, to bring up. Breaking my uh, back with that one. I just have to bring up your other crew members. Yeah, that's one of the nice things about Beyond is I can have Zaren's page up. So. Sean doesn't have to worry about that. All right. Uh, Dexterity saving throw, not Wilhelm's strong suit. Uh, He fails, and so he takes 13 points of damage. Uh, He's looking pretty rough, but he is still standing. Kramer... uh, Kramer also fails and takes 13 points of damage. Um, He is also looking pretty rough. Um, so... Kramer used to be a ship captain. Yeah, that doesn't really mean much, though. Yeah. Uh, those are their attacks. Izelia. Uh, how many sharks can I hit with another fireball? Uh, you can hit one shark with a fireball. Is it one of the big ones? Uh, you can, you, you can basically pick one of any of the four sharks to hit with a fireball. Uh, how are the two remaining big ones looking compared uh, to each other? Pretty good. All right, I'm gonna one hit... has been damaged, but is uh, still very healthy. I'm gonna hit the one that has been damaged. Okay. All right. Uh, that is a 14 on its dexterity saving throw. Does that succeed? I don't know. You tell me. I'm finding that out. What's your DC? My DC is 17. Okay. So it will take full damage. Uh, May, you're on deck. Yes, thank you. I mean, you're all on deck, but, you know. 
Yes. Uh, I think 22, 6, 10, 14, 17, 19, 20, 21, 22. Yep, 22. Okay. All right. Okay. Nice. How's he looking now? Looking nice. Damn. It's a fine looking shark you got there. Yep. So, uh, Mace. Nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am going to. Because uh, I'm trying to get the order of this correct. So, I am going to use my cunning action to hide at the beginning of my turn. Then I am going to. Uh, then come out of being hidden and do bolts of the grave. Well, so here's the thing. You need to make yep. a dexterity stealth check. Yep. In order to hide. Yep. I know this is a formality. Uh, <laughs> 28. Okay. And, and get to the fact that you have rain uh, and... Uh, so even even if you didn't oh, have your oh. so here's the thing, uh, you didn't specify <laughs> yeah. that your hood was drawn, okay? No, it is not. However, but I also however you are a wood elf, raining. so rain and mist counts as natural phenomena that provides you mm-hmm. uh, enough um, obscurity to be able to hide. Yeah, it just says that I have the ability to hide, so that's why I was it's, gonna. Yeah, if natural do that. phenomena gives you light obscurity, you can make a hide check. Yep. Yep. Um, and so then I'm gonna pop out of that. Yep. Because um, I can then bolt from the grave. Correct. Uh, uh, Jacob, and you're on deck. So, 17 to hit. Uh, yes, that will hit. <laughs> yeah! 20 damage. Okay. Um, from both. Creature bolts. is bloody. This is all bonus action. Um, <laughs> and then I'm just gonna throw a dagger at it. <laughs> okay. Um... So they're with. Are they within twenty feet of me, or is it? Would I still be a disadvantage for the? Um, they are within twenty daggers. feet. They are. They are directly okay. adjacent to the ship. Okay. So fourteen to hit. Yep, that will hit. And full damage. Eight damage. Okay. Rogues, man. We get the job done. Yep. Jacobin. Yes. Um, How you doing? I'm fantastic. Because everyone asks what Jacobin's doing. Nobody asks how Jacobin's doing. How Jacobin's doing. (sighs) Okay. Just so sad. Uh... My D20 still smells weird. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> why are you smelling your D20? Because I was holding it in my hand. So I hold it in my hand and play with it a lot of the time, if you notice. And I had it in my face. Yeah. And I smelled it. I'm like, this, the metal smells like it's rusting or something. I don't know. And then I kept weird. Well, doing it. And I kept seeing myself that. on the 
green. I'm like, I look weird because you smell on the dice. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, at least you're, you're not rolling 20s over there. So I'm just, I'm owning it. I'm owning it. That's what, that's what I'm doing with some of my dice because like it. it smells weird, but I want to keep smelling it. Anyways. So, anyway. <laughs> whatever. Uh, so, let's see. Whatever large shark is nearby. Yep. I will um, throw the hammer. Yeah. When that shark leapt across the deck, it didn't like grab anybody and take him off, did it? It did not. Okay. Uh, oh, that's, that's that actually for. reminds me, though, is I need to deal damage to the ship. Fourteen uh, to hit. That will hit. Um, Thirteen damage. Okay. Uh, that again. shark is looking pretty rough at this point. Seventeen. Uh, that will hit. hit. Yes. Better. Seventeen damage. Not dead yet. But there's a lot of blood in the water. Okay. An even bigger shark is gonna show up. Bigger shark, doom, 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 doom. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. That's how this Are these works, right? Big sharks like megalodon size? Yes. Yeah, that's what okay, he that's said. what I assumed. Okay. Yep. It's, 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 so, so imagine, imagine a megalodon leaping out of the water onto the deck of the ship and just like slamming down, <laughs> and then yeah, sliding back awful. up. Nope, that's yep. not good. I imagine yep. it. That would almost. If it landed on the deck, that would, its weight would almost certainly push the ship underwater. Um. Uh, it didn't. However, it did deal uh, another twenty-one points of damage to the ship. Okay. Or, I'm sorry, no, twenty-seven points of damage to the ship. And we'll get to the consequences of that. Uh, the ship's turn. Oh boy. So, um, okay. Twixen. Uh, so, there's a shark on my boat? Uh, no, it slid back off. Okay. Uh, but there are sharks on both sides of the boat. Or there are there is a big shark and a little shark on each side of the ship. Um, and they're kind of doing like a circling pattern. So they will swap sides uh, next turn. Yeah, I'm going to continue actively piloting the ship. Okay, so are you going to maintain a course to go through? Yep, still maintaining course. Okay. Um, so... It's boring, but it's very, very important. Uh, That's, yeah. That puts you all now 80 feet away from the sharks. Okay. Alright. So that, that will be somewhat relevant. Um, that said, doing that, uh, the sharks 
get attacks of opportunity against the ship. So that is a hit. Um, it's another 16 points of damage. That is a miss. And then the little sharks. Um, that will probably hit. Uh, yes, that hits. And same roll. Uh, so those are 2d8. So that's 9. And a 7. 16, 16, 32. Okay. Uh, ship has taken fair amount of damage. Uh, Twixen, oh boy. Um, yeah. on your turn, you notice that your airy water field mechanism was damaged in the leaping attack by the shark. Okay. Captain, we are unable to submerge. Um... Or rather, we can, but you would all drown. Right, then I don't wouldn't. do that. Um, okay. So, hunter sharks are going to swim to try and catch up. Um, they're going to dash. So they are able to catch up to you, but since they're that uses their turn, you will be able to kind of outrun them. So, Zarin. Yes. Um, he is, Zarin is going to, um, just as a side note, I just realized this, um, Tuck did not have Zarin take a long rest, so I am keeping track of if he loses any HP at any of the spell slots that I'm using. Um, okay. I've, so far I've only used cantrips, but I am keeping track of that. Okay. Um, so, uh, but he is going to... Uh, Firebolt again because that okay. has an awesome range. Yep. Um, so I presume the uh, the big shark that you've been focus firing. Yes. Okay. Yep. Uh, Seventeen. So twenty six to hit. Yeah, that'll that'll hit. Yeah, that just just a little bit. Ooh, and fifteen damage. Okay, that takes out the second shark. Yeah, second bigger. Yep. Nice. Um, yeah, and that's gonna be it for him. Okay. Uh, on the ship's turn, I'm, it regains yeah. five hit points. Um, and then it's gonna be. Oh, that's right. One of the swivel cannons takes a shot. Um, that will hit, uh, the remaining big shark to deal four points of damage. And then the large cannon will take a shot. 
Uh, that will hit for more damage. Uh, for a total of 13 damage. Um, Twixen, uh, Lantern, um, contacts you. Um, what? Captain, it... I don't know what happened up there, but we seem to have lost the... most of the airy water field. Uh, it seems like there was some sort of, sort of backlash that made its way down here. However, we still seem to have enough cohesion in it that it will seal up any of the openings within the ship itself. So that essentially we could make the ship watertight. Okay, so we won't... Hmm. Sorry, that's between you two, but yeah. Okay, do what you can. Yes, I, I will I will try and see what I can do to try and repair it, but at, as we know, I'm not very uh, proficient with these kinds of things. Um, yes. Uh, Sharks. So That's what um, happened. Sharks. Kramer is going to use second point. And regain uh, eight hit points. So. Um, Alright. Uh, remaining giant shark is going to dash on its way back up to you. So, uh, Izelia. I am going to target the big other giant remaining shark, and I am going to hit it with a fireball of less damage, but still damage enough. This one succeeds on its saving throw. Okay, so I believe it takes half damage, correct? Uh, that is correct. Okay. As a reminder, uh, you all have plot coins. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to use a plot coin if it's possible, not too late, to, uh, have the shark fail on that. Um, sure. Okay. So it'll take full damage. Oh, oh I'm so excited right now. <laughs> Alright, that's going to be uh, 5, 10, 15, 26, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39 damage. Okay. Nice. Big damage. Uh, not bloodied, but that was a big hit. Big hit. Um, big oof. <laughs> and what I'm going to do is I'm going to spend a plot card. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, and you see the shark sort of convulse a bit, and uh, you hear sort of that voice, um, that wailing that happened when the other sharks have been killed. Um, and for those of you that have been in the party for a while, you realize you now recognize that voice, and you see uh, the shark's body sort of convulse a bit, and it takes on... Um, some of the features that you've noticed of, like, the weird fish folk that you fought, where now there's, like, sort of the the spikes, and the shark kind of grows, like, more of these pointed teeth, uh, okay, and cool. sort of vestigial tentacles start sprouting out along its back, like spines. Um, okay, cool, 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 cool. Uh, and what it does is, um, 
after Izelia's turn, uh, it's just going to ram the ship. Um, and that will just hit. Um, so, May, uh, you are up. Yep. Yes. Um, I got caught in Zarin's spell list. It was It's great. I love his spell list. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, he's still... Um, the, the big one is still right next to the ship, or is he in the back of the ship now? Uh, currently next to the ship. Next to the ship. Okay. Um, is that another... I can just get there, um, with my 35. Absolutely. To be within 30 feet of him. Uh, the ship is only 20 20 feet feet wide, so yes. So perfect. Okay. Um, so I am basically gonna do what I did last time, and run over, hide with my cunning action for a, uh, 23. Okay. my hide. Uh, then I'm going to do my Bolt of the Grave. Uh, you also, technically, you get advantage when attacking with Bolt of the Grave, because you are hidden. Yes! I mean, it, it, yeah, one difference. Um, 15 to hit, though. Uh, that will hit. Um, Yep. And so... Gosh, it's so satisfying to roll this many dice at once. This is good. Uh, 10, 22, 26 damage with Bolts of the Grave. And then, um, my dagger. Nine to hit. Uh, that will not hit. (laughs) <laughs> I Did you roll a D4 for that? I, I, I rolled a 1. Um, 9, 10, 11, 12. Oh wait, you rolled a 1 on the on the D20? Yes. Then it, then it misses. I rolled a... Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, because nat 1's auto-miss on attack rolls. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was a total of 9. Okay. Um, and but so yes, but I'm really remember, glad that I have those bracers. But generally remember that you have Wes. Um, so. Uh, yes. So, um, the shark is again going to ram. Um, this time, uh, Twixen, you manage to kind of uh, tug the wheel in a direction and it softens the blow, uh, thereby negating the hit. Perfect. Jacobin. Yes. Uh huh. Sure. Uh, big one still out there. Big one is still out there. Tentacle fish monster. Yep. Yep. How far is it? It's right next to the ship. Beautiful. Perfect. Um. Attack. Can I melee it? Um. You cannot melee it. Okay. Uh, a million, thirty-two. Okay. To hit. Well, I mean, <laughs> even because it's because it's a melee weapon that's being thrown, you still use your same attack bonus for throwing. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. I so, just yeah. because can I smite on the throne? Um, I believe so. Okay. I'll I look think it that up, you but... did it before. Yeah, with, but it wasn't a throne the... weapon before. It was a weird no, made-up you... thing we had. 
Oh, that's so. right. It was the it was the projection before. Right. I don't know, because weapon. I'm pretty sure you can't smite on a bow attack. I don't know. So it is with a melee weapon attack. Um, yeah. But uh, I'm going to say you can. Beautiful. We're going all the way on this. And uh, I can use my coin to make this a crit. You can and will. <laughs> Never a missed beat. <laughs> so. Alright. take Give me some moments here. I'm gonna do some maths. Okay. <laughs> I should just nope. write down that the maximum number on my page here so I always know. Uh, <laughs> honestly. So that's four extra D8. Is this thing a fiend? Uh, it is not a fiend. Okay, just double checking. Perfect. Thank you uh, for a confirmation. Yep. So. so. Eight times four is thirty-two. Yep. <sighs> Maths. He can totally do that. My my guess will be. Uh. Do, do we want to do an over-under on whether this just, uh, this completely kills the, uh, the creature? 51 on just the dice before I even roll the second half of this. Uh, and how many dice are you rolling for the second half? 4d4, 4d8. 2d6, plus 7. Uh, yeah, so how do you yeah. want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> Because even if you did ones on everything. <laughs> yes. I uh, I wind up and I give it a throw. And uh, yes. it embeds itself like right between its eyes and radiant energy and like crackles spread through it. And it just like the light starts pouring out from the cracks and it just explodes. Let's uh, let's take so this one further this as, as you're throwing it and it starts yeah. spinning. It's spinning and creating this glowing effect, yeah. right? So that it's spinning, and then that turns into just this radiant boar. There you go. That then slams into nice. the shark. And, Even better. And then, oh, you know, that is awesome. Beautiful. Uh, that then goes through it and goes under the ship and then back up, up around the other side. Big dead <laughs> shark, dun 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 and dun. Catch it. And throw it at one of the smaller sharks. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not going to make you roll for that. Um, we'll just say that you hit it. Uh, and let's sure. See. Um, and for, for narrative sake, because we are approaching 9 o'clock. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a big hit. Um, it doesn't kill the shark. It's enough to rattle it, though. Uh, and you see um, the other two sharks, now that the three big sharks have been taken care of break off and start speeding off in opposite directions. Beautiful. Uh, and um, the storm doesn't dissipate. Uh, however, you quickly make your way through it without incident. Oh, man, and I was going to do something really cool Do we cool get through the channel? Uh, you do get through the channel. Perfect. Okay, uh, cool. And you all hear, including you, Isaiah, 
um, a voice in the back of your head. Uh, and for most of you, it's a familiar voice. It's Edwin. No, no, it's Granny not. Granny Grendel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Granny, Granny Grendel. Grendel. I knew it. I knew you it. won't be so lucky next time. Oh. But at least they've crippled your ability to make your way down to my realm. And uh, that is where we're going to end tonight's session. Right. And just for just for posterity, uh, Zarin lost no hit points and used no spell slots. So we're good on accounting for that. <laughs> so uh, thank you all for joining us for Tales of Jamora, the Kraken's Wake. Um, we will be back in two weeks. Uh, we will still be online. Um, that may be kind of the last episode for a while. Um, just due to how schedules line up, um, like with my birthday and my wife's birthday, uh, and then the impending baby. baby. So, um, definitely keep you posted on what happens there. Um, but at impending least impending uh, baby sounds impending a little sinister. Baby, yeah. Um, <laughs> so we, we will have a session in two weeks. Um, and then we'll keep you posted as to what's going on after that point. Um, I might have some content to post, uh, for those sessions. Um, you know, we might record them on another day and upload them or something. Um, it's just I cannot specifically do those two following Fridays. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, if you want to learn more about Tales of Jamora, you can check out jamora.com. Um, if you want to check out more content from 8-Bit Adventures, be sure to check out 8-BitAdventures.com. If you'd like to help support that content, uh, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash 8-BitAdventures. Or you can subscribe to this channel right here on Twitch. Um, we are doing yeah. a, a sub goal, uh, so that if I can get yeah. 15 subs by the end of the year, uh, to give everybody plenty of time, um, it'll not only unlock an emote slot, but yeah. I'll do a robot unicorn attack stream. So, yes. uh, and I know you all want to see that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, for, uh, some other cleanup stuff. Uh, so if you enjoyed our sound effects and music during this podcast, be sure to check out Sirenscape. There are a cool sound effects uh, background music tool um, that is available at sirenscape.com and our opening theme is World of Scattering Flowers by there we go. Um, I believe it's Micah but I'm going to verify this on Spotify because I forgot last time uh, <laughs> and that's very very embarrassing. It's tough when you don't do it every week. Yes, like, I'm World pretty Scatter sure that I could do the outros for World of Scattering Flowers by Game Chops and Micah. Um, so uh, you can go check that out on Spotify, GameChops.com, um, and other places where you can get that music. Um, and does anyone have anything else before we fully break? No, I I'm just I'm I'm really looking forward to what we do next time. And D and D Beyond made tonight really easy mm -hmm. with doing with playing two characters. So oh, and of note, D and D Beyond has extended uh, that you can have up to five campaigns where you are sharing campaign content through the wow. end of the year now. <laughs> so they have extended it to year's end. Uh, so without further ado, as always. Have fun, everyone. Happy gaming.
and enjoy your pie cake. Bye, everybody. Bye.